You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks. I don't know what's going to happen this offseason. I don't think it's going to be an easy decision to make for this Knicks team. If they really want to go out there and they want to bring in an Embiid, they want to bring in a, a Giannis, they're going to have to give up a lot. It's going to be a risky It's going to be a risky situation. I think a lot of pressure right now is on Leon Rose and Wes because the stock value right now in the Knicks, I don't think has ever been as high in the last, what, I think you could argue, de- argue decade, if not more. Like, this is a time right now after this season and how as far as the Knicks went and agents aren't telling their players no you don't want to go there so strike while the iron's hot you're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN that music only means one thing Joe Wiz joins us now here on 98.7 ESPN like I said he's got his own gambling show every Saturday morning how you doing Joe Anita, everything is going good here. It's a little chilly outside, but, uh, you know, we're here to make some money for people. There's a lot of action going on here on this first weekend in June. So let's see if we can uh, get down to some action, make some money here. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's talk some baseball. Got a lot of baseball calls today. Yankee fans wanting Volpe to be sent down. Upset that the Yankees lost last night, you know. Um but they're back at it again today. Garrett Cole on the bump. He's 6-0 with a 2.93 ERA. But, you know, I had a caller call in who uh, got my attention in regards to the line and what it looks like right now. So Michael Grove is pitching for the Dodgers. Both on the money line, it's minus 110. Michael Grove is 0-1 with an 8.44 ERA. What gives here? Yeah, when you take a look at Michael Grove, it's hard. You know, I tried to do a lot of research on Michael Grove, and we don't know much about him. I mean, his last time he pitched was on April 21st versus the Cubs. It was just three innings, and then one start he had on April 9th, he got lit up by Arizona, Anita, three innings and 12 hits, um, and he got blown out. Uh, when you take a look at Cole, he is 6-0, and um, and he hasn't lost a game this season in 12 starts, but, you know, his last start, he didn't look good last Sunday, uh, you know, when he played against San Diego, five earned runs, four hits. This is one of the few times that you're going to see the Dodgers as a small – they're a very small home dog, Anita, today, and plus 102, and might be – I think it's the only time this season that they've been a home dog. Yankees are favored in L.A. I mean, the main reason is because of the pitch, pitching the chat with uh, Cole, 6-0 and with a 293 RA, and we don't know nothing about Michael Grove. Um, and, you know, Josh Donaldson and Stanton back in the lineup, I'm, I'm not sure if they're both going to be in today, but they did play well yesterday. How about Josh hitting two home runs? Um, I kind of like the Yankees. Yankees in this matchup here because of the pitching matchup. It favors, I mean, you know, Cole over over this young kid, Michael Grove, which we don't know much about, hasn't pitched since the 21st of April. Um, I'm playing the Yankees in a pick them practically uh, on the road against the Dodgers. Um, okay, so, th- so the line doesn't frighten you at all. Obviously, it doesn't. No, sound. only because you know when you look at it here. I mean, the Yankees and Dodgers—they're not. They're, the records are almost identical. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. the Dodgers right now are actually uh, one game behind Arizona. Um, but when you take a look at it here, the Yankees are have been playing well. And when you look at the pitching matchup, that's the, one of my number one criteria I look at. And, you know, when you look at Cole, even though he hasn't pitched that well lately, um, he's given up eight home runs in the last five starts. Um, when you put up Cole against Grove in a pick'em situation, uh, I, I like the Yankees in this matchup here. Yeah, I, I just, I, I guess my point is I, I just, I thought Garrett Cole would get a little bit more respect. Uh, you've got the Mets going at it uh, today, um, 410 first pitch. 
Uh, McGill on the bump for the Mets. Going up against the Blue Jays, Barrios, Jose Barrios. Uh, on the money line, uh, Mets at home, about even money. Blue Jays minus 120. Yeah, I'm not sure how to look at McGill. I mean, his last start, he did not play well, albeit in Denver when they played Colorado last Sunday. The Mets lost the game overall 11-10. McGill pitched just four innings, 10 hits, six earned runs. And Berrios, you know, last week they played against uh, Minnesota. He won 5 nothing. It comes in with a 5-4 and four record with a 386 ERA. A lot of emotion today at City Field with a couple of players being in, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, into the Mets Hall of Fame. Um, but... I am going with Toronto uh, because I favor Berrios over McGill. Um, and, you know, McGill right now is at 5-3 and three with a 467 ERA. Toronto, um, you know, they can hit the ball. And even though the Mets swept the Phillies, they struggled last night. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see Toronto Blue Jays beat the Mets again. Berrios over McGill is the main reason. Again, uh, Joe is joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Um, all right, let's turn our attention to what's going on tonight. Stanley Cup Game 1 with the Panthers uh, going up against, uh, the uh, obviously, the, the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, on the money line, you've got the Panthers m- plus 110, uh, Vegas at home minus 130. Over, under, on goals, 5.5. That's my play. My play is under 5.5 goals tonight uh, just how good defense both these clubs have been playing as well as their goal goaltenders so uh goalkeepers so i'm going under five and a half goals what's your play in this matchup yeah, when you look at it, Anita, uh, Florida Panthers and the uh, Miami Heat are both looking to, you know, first time we've ever seen two teams, number two eight seeds. I mean, Florida got into the playoffs, into the NHL playoffs in the final game of the regular season. Uh, they were uh, they needed the Pittsburgh Panthers, uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins to lose at home. Pittsburgh was like a four to one favorite, and they lost, and that's how Florida got in. It's almost identical to the Miami Heat when they got the playing game against the Chicago Bulls, and they were down double digits in the final minutes, and somehow overcame that and won. Um, but when you look at it here, um, you know, the goalie edge here is with Florida. I mean, you got Bobrovsky, who's been outstanding. He, uh, he took over game four when they were uh, trailing against Boston Bruins, and obviously Florida won that series in seven in Boston. And ironically, Miami Heat won seven in Boston as well against the Celtics. So a lot of storylines here. Um, I favor the Florida Panthers in the series. Um, I don't. Uh, I think that you know when you look at it here with Vegas, um, they got their main guy is Jack Eichel, um, and the Golden Knights beat Dallas um, four to two. But Florida Panthers with Bobrovsky, he's been lights out. I mean, they beat Carolina, they swept them four zero, they beat Toronto four to one, and they beat Boston, who had the best record overall and set all sorts of records. And if Bobrovsky continues to play the way he does, um, I really favor Florida. Um, to win the series, and I do like Florida in game one here until I see someone beating uh, the Florida right now. They're 8-1 and one in either in the last nine games here, and it'll go the Knights are good, but um, I think the goalie edge is the number. The goalie, to me, is like looking at who has the best quarterback in hockey, and Borowski right now uh, gets the edge. I like um, and their power play about much better as well, and they also got Matt to Chuck, keep that name down, for Florida because one of those guys are going to get the Conn Smythe Trophy, and they're both underdogs. Yeah, I got goalie Bob getting that that MVP trophy. Uh, I'm with you. I like the Panthers. Uh, I like them winning this at plus 105. I've got them winning in six. Probably my favorite futures bet in this series is over five and a half games. Uh, I think this is going to go six, possibly seven. We'll see. But I do have the Panthers winning. Um, 
Okay, and now let's take a look even ahead to tomorrow night where we've got game two of the NBA. Game one, Denver covered at the half. They covered uh, the uh, the side. They I, I had the under at 219. Odds makers now have adjusted. I want to say it's sitting, what's it sitting at right now? 214 and a half, 215, 215 and a half right now. Uh, but going into game two, Denver back at home, minus eight and a half. You want to play them at the half. It's minus five, minus five and a half in some places. Again, the over under 215 and a half. How are you playing this tomorrow night? Yeah, when you look at it here, the total for game one, Anita, was 219. And they quickly dropped it when they put up the opening line for game two right after the game on Thursday. The line opened up at 214, and it slowly has moved up. Uh, when you look at it here, I mean, Miami couldn't play any worse than what they did in game one. And uh, the excuses with the high altitude and the grueling seven-game series with Boston, perhaps. But, you know, Miami certainly didn't play. And, uh, you know, everyone's talking about head coach Eric Spolstra and what a great coach he is. Well, listen, let's see the adjustments he makes here. And first job is to get Jimmy Butler to drive to the hoop. I mean, it's embarrassing that Miami Heat only had two free throw attempts in either, and neither one of them free throws that they had were by any of their starters. And they just didn't play well. Um, I think that uh, Miami is going to come to play here. Uh, I, I took nine. I bought the hand point. You know, I'm always a frivolous. I'm a penny pincher when it comes to uh, sports betting. And uh, – I like the, I'm taking Miami Heat plus the nine. Uh, I think they're going to play much better. I, you know, being able to hit from three-point range the way they play poorly, um, I think that they'll be able to get the job done plus the nine. And um, I also think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. But my official play here, I'm taking Miami plus the nine. It's do or die for them. Um, and I think that it's going to be a very competitive game here. And, uh, you know, perhaps I'll pull off the upset. But getting nine points, um, I think Miami, uh, considering that they missed everything in the ocean uh, last on Thursday, I think they're going to come to play. Plus nine, you've got a live door with the Miami Heat. Oh, so we're on opposite ends of the spectrum there. That's for sure. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we let Follow you go, line. I know <laughs> you, you love you, you love talking you love talking soccer, and so you got Orlando going up against the uh, the Red Bulls. You've got to play in this in this match. Yeah, this game takes place at uh, Red Bulls Arena in Harrison, New Jersey, which is not too far from Hoboken. Uh, Red Bulls here are minus 139, and uh, Orlando City comes in. Um, they're plus 425 here. Uh, I'm not crazy about the Red Bulls uh, being the favorite in this game here, Nina, but the one thing is I like to look at totals here. Uh, totals uh, two and a half, but you have to lay a little bit of juice, minus 150 on the total, and that's about my threshold. But in 16 games that the Red Bulls have played, um, they've given up, they've allowed, uh, they've only scored 11 goals in either in 16 games. The total is a two and a half. Um, I think whoever scores the first goal in this game is going to win because Orlando is also having a problem scoring. In 14 games, they've only scored 17 goals. And uh, Red Bulls have a very good defense as well. They've only allowed 13 goals in 16 games here. So my play in this uh, here, even though it's a little chalky for my uh, – but I think uh, under between the Red Bulls and Orlando City, which goes at 7:30 tonight, I, I like the under in that game. Um, like I said, I think whoever wins that, whoever scores first, is probably going to win, and that might be the final score, one nothing in this matchup. And um, I'll be putting up some other picks on my Twitter handle, Joe with Sports. Um, so people out there that want to get some free winners, I know everyone's jonesing for free picks in here. So uh, before I let you go, not sure if you're aware of this, but the U.S. Darts Masters is taking place right now at the theater at MSG. Are you aware of that? Um, I've heard some overtures about it, but I didn't know much about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, um, so Michael Smith, I picked him to win last year. I doubled down, and there was a huge upset 
last night. So um, he got he, Jim Long, a Canadian, um, upset Michael Smith. And so I had him four to one to win. So he's out. But a number of the matches that I played last night, they all came in uh, outside of that one, of course. Cross, uh, Humphreys, Price, Van Gerwen. So now they all advance. We've got some more matches that are taking place tonight. I'm going to share that with you. Michael Van Gerwen, minus four and a half against Long. Again, nothing against Long. Again, pulled an unbelievable upset against Michael Smith. I just don't think he could do it two nights in a row. Uh, I've got Michael Van Gerwen now winning this bad boy. Uh, Rob Cross over uh, Dimitri Van Denberg, and that's minus one and a half. I also have Gerwin Price over Luke Humphreys, Cool Hand Luke. So um, and I uh, and and so those three those matches start around eight o'clock if you want to dabble. But uh, but how fun is yeah, I don't know about I, you I, I I love I love playing darts. My dad my father was just, like dart champion of Fort Lauderdale. So. You know what's crazy? I just pulled up the odds online here. Jim Long is plus sixteen hundred. Michael Van Gerwen is minus four thousand, which is insane. Yeah, but I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing the spread. I'm playing the spread. It's 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 darts. I'm playing the spread. Yeah, I mean it's just okay. East, I got you. Yeah, I, I'm looking for some value here. I mean, uh, if I, you know, uh, so um, I'll trust your instinct on it, and uh, because I haven't done any work and researched on, there's very few things that I haven't followed, but darts is one of them. But uh, you know, uh, I hope you do well, and uh, uh, that's why I like listening to you because. If I'm not sure who to play, I just tune on 98.7, and Anita Marks is right there, and she does all the work for me, especially those prop bets. I love when you give out those prop bets during football and basketball season. That's a full-time job in itself, and uh, I'm more power to you. <laughs> You're so sweet. So, again, uh, Michael Van Gerwen all on the spread. Michael Van Gerwen, uh, Rob, Rob Cross, and Gerwin Price. That's who I would roll with tonight if you want to dabble in the darts that are – and by the way – so fun. Uh, not sure. Maybe you don't have plans tonight. Maybe you're not into hockey. Maybe you're not going to watch game one of the Stanley Cup. Head out to the theater there. I- I'm not even sure if there's still tickets available. It is an absolute blast. It is an absolute party. It is so fun to watch uh, if you so choose to do that. So take that in. Uh, Joe, thank you so you much. People, Always you- appreciate you. Are you going to be at Belmont next week for the? Uh, I am. The my race? tickets. My tickets arrive. Thank you very much. Big shout out to America's Best Racing, uh, as well as Final Furlong, uh, the uh, ownership group that I am a part of now. So uh, yes, my tickets arrive this morning. So I will be out at Belmont next Saturday. I'm going to try and make it out there. I'll let you know if I make it out there. National Treasure was not going to go wire to wire like he did in the previous. I can tell you that. It will be fun to see a lot of these horses that are going to be running. Uh, and, and Joe, th- thank you so much. Again, I really appreciate it. Um, Joe is his own gambling show here each and every bright and early Saturday morning brought to you by Bet Rivers. Uh, uh, the, the Belmont's going to be fun. Granted, no Triple Crown uh, horse that's competing to win the Triple Crown. But a lot of the horses that ran in the Kentucky Derby skipped the Preakness. So a lot of them are going to be rested, ready, healthy, ready to go. It's going to be a fun one. That's for sure. All right. Uh, quick break. We come back. We'll continue with your calls. I know that uh, Andy and Richard have been holding on for, for a hot second. 800-919-3776. Um, also, as Joe said, I've got a number of prop bets that I do like heading into game two of the NBA finals. And I will share those with you when we get back. 
And also this hour, we will hear from Stormy Bonantani. Uh, she covers the NHL for ESPN, and she does a phenomenal job. Uh, and she will join us from Vegas. So still all that coming your way right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Listen up, baseball fans. ESPN New York is giving you a chance to score an amazing road trip and travel with the home team when New York visits Philadelphia. You and a guest could catch a game and enjoy round-trip train tickets, a two-night hotel stay accommodation, 200 bucks in spending money for official rules. And to enter, visit the ESPN New York app and click on the travel with the home team Travel with the home team. Yeah, okay, I said that correctly. Uh, it's all brought to you by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. How great is that? So uh, looking ahead to tomorrow, some prop bets that I am absolutely playing. Uh, and, and let me call them up so that I can give you those um, those numbers. I'm definitely going to play Jokic triple-double because it's just it's what he does. Right, guys? Like, it's just, um, I'm looking for player combos, combined total points. Here we go. Player combos. Uh, What's it? So it's not up. Oh, wait. Yes, it is. Where's triple double? There we go. So uh, Jokic triple double minus 135. Uh, Hey, I'm I'm multitasking. All right. I'm hosting a radio show and I'm looking up odds, guys. Give me, give me some credit here. Um, so Jokic triple double is minus 135. I'm absolutely playing that. Absolutely playing that. Um, what else do I want to look for? Player points here. I'm going under for, uh, Jimmy buckets, uh, 25 and a half. It was 28 and a half in game one. It's now down to 25 and a half. I just think, I think dude spent, I think Jimmy Butler spent and they have Aaron Gordon defending him. And I just, I, I, as much as I love the Miami Heat and I love Eric Spolstra and I love this run that they've had, 
I'm going under 25 and a half points for Jimmy Butler. I'm also going over 13 and a half points for Aaron Gordon. Why? The, uh, the, the Heat defensively, they had to pick one player that they're like, you know what? You're the weakest link. So we're just going to leave you alone. And <laughs> because we've got to handle Jokic, we've got to handle Jamal Murray. And oh, by the way, we, we've got to handle the 6'11 Jimmy Porter. Um, and so Aaron Gordon is just getting open looks and open drives to the basket. So I'm going over 13 and a half points for him. Um, also, I do like over points in rebounds. Where is that? So points and rebounds for Porter is 23 and a half. I'm going over on that. And where's what, what are the three points shooting? And I'm going over three pointers, two and a half, over th- two and a half, three pointers for Michael Porter Jr. And you can get that at minus 150. So uh, those are uh, just a few <laughs> of the prop bets that I'm playing. Heading into tomorrow night's matchup. That's a, that's that's for sure. Uh, let's let's go to Kenny in New Jersey. Kenny, welcome in. Hey, how you doing, Anita? I, I just heard you say that Joker was uh, minus one thirty for a triple. Minus one thirty five for a triple double tomorrow night. Yep, you heard Anita, me. You heard that's it? insane. I that's, know. Me, that's 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 totally insane for I know somebody to be that. That should be plus money. That should be like plus two thirty or something like that. No, it should be no, it should be I think it should be minus 152 or minus 145. I, I think it should be plus money that why it's Jokic, it's what he does. It's all he does. Yeah, but this is this is a sin we talk about. This is how insane this conversation is that we talk about this guy. You're thinking like he's guaranteed a triple double. And he is. is. He's averaging insane. a triple that's double insane. every game, Kenny. That's crazy. That's got to be the best playoff performance ever that I can remember. Hands down. So and this Hands is why, down. Kenny. This is why, Kenny. This is why I appreciate the phone call, dude. This is why him not winning the MVP is an absolute was an absolute travesty. Horrible. Robbed. Robbed. What's Embiid doing right now? What's Giannis doing right now? not averaging triple-doubles in the playoffs, and even if they were in the playoffs, they still wouldn't be averaging a triple-double. Ridiculous. Ridiculous that this dude did not get the MVP. Just straight-up re-dick. Let's go to Andy. He's in a car. Andy, welcome in. Anita. Anita, finally. Thank you for taking my call. Welcome. How's it going? I know you're a football guy, so uh, I wanted to uh, put this out to you and your audience, invite you as well as the listeners. I coach with the FDNY Bravest football team, and we have a humongous game tonight, about four hours kicking off in uh, Uniondale, Long Island. Uh, we are playing the NYPD in the 50th Annual Fun City Bowl. It is wow. also the national championship game of the First Responders League. So uh, anybody that's looking for some good spring football, you like the uh, cops in the fire department, come, uh, come out and check it out. Check us out in person, 6.30 kickoff at Mitchell Field. Oh, fantastic. Big shout-out to Andy. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in and, um, and appreciate you and your service, my friend. Thank you. Let's go to Richard in Manhattan. Richard, welcome. Hi, Anita. Anita, a few callers back, a man called and said he wanted uh, Giannis on the Knicks. You can't win without the superstar. And then you said, well, if they have two superstars like Phoenix with Durant and with, uh, 
uh, Booker, you know, and of course, that doesn't guarantee you win. Both of what you're saying is true. The converse is true. Just because you have superstars, look at L.A. with uh, both of theirs, Phoenix with both of theirs, Philadelphia with Harden and Embiid, it doesn't guarantee anything. That's what Matt, that's what makes what Denver's doing so fantastic. They're a team that, you know, uh, first of all, they're a center-dominated team, dominant team, Without a dominant center, he's not a dominating kind of player. He's not an inside presence. He's not a physical presence. He's not like Kareem or Shaq or Tim Duncan or any of these great post players. And they don't have a player like Kobe or Giannis or Durant or LeBron or, or, uh, or Anthony Davis or any of those guys or Akeem. None of those guys. So that's what makes this Denver team very interesting. Uh, they're sort of like the Detroit Pistons. But even more different because they don't have as many good players as the Pistons did. The Pistons had, you know, Rashid Wallace, uh, Tayshawn Prince, uh, Chauncey Billups, uh, Rick Hamilton. They had a lot of very, very good players. No superstar. This Denver team doesn't. So what it means, what I'm saying is, Denver. if Denver wins, isn't there a long way from winning it? We don't know what's going to happen yet. Hopefully it goes seven games so the fans get a great enjoyment out of it. But if, if Denver wins it, you know, I haven't seen anything like this, a team, this kind of setup, this kind of uh, uh, roster setup. You know, Jamal Murray is the closest that you can say is a great scoring threat. Uh, in, in that game that they just won, they only hit eight three-pointers, eight. I mean, that goes counter to what everything has been said. You have to hit three-pointers. You have to have more three-pointers than the other team. Miami actually had more three-pointers, many more three-pointers. So it's very strange. Uh, they play intelligently like Denver, Denver plays, uh, sort of like the Knicks in 69-70. You know, when the Knicks won in those, game, those years, those five years, Everyone, not only did they love the Knicks because they won, but because they played intelligent basketball. They didn't have the best talent. They moved without the ball. They hit the open man. They, you know, that was their mantra, and now New York fell in love with that team. That was the most beloved New York team, by the way, I've ever seen in sports out of the four major sports, that 69-70 Knicks team. Basketball is the game in New York. Anyway, Denver is a little like that in this day and age yeah. because they don't have superstars per se like that. So I just I enjoy have to, Richard, I, I'm enjoying Richard, I have- I, I have to I have to disagree with you. <laughs> I, Jokic is a superstar. Jamal Murray is a superstar. And and they're and and what we've been talking about here, we could really bring this all together and put this big uh happy blue orange bow on it because we're talking about the Knicks. That's what makes Denver so good is that they do have these superstars. And oh by the way, their supporting cast delivers. Aaron Gordon plays great defense. Bruce Brown has been contributing. Michael Porter Jr. has been fantastic. You've got to have you've got to have your superstars, and then you've got to have your role players who step up. So uh, there's that. We come back. We're gonna get you locked and loaded for tonight. Uh, the Stanley Cup Finals Game One, Florida in Las Vegas. Stormy Bonantani joins us from Vegas to uh, to preview the series next, right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety eight point seven. ESPN. Uh, by the way, each week during the girls' flag football season, the New York Jets and Gatorade will receive a uh, will recognize a player of the week following a series of regular season games at the Atlantic Health Jets Training Center. Each player of the week will receive a thousand dollar donation from the Jets and Gatorade 
uh, in their name to support their high school girls flag football program. How great is that? Uh, each and every week, I've been announcing these. And this week, it is Julie Jerome. That's right, senior wide receiver and safety from Hillside High School in Hillside, New Jersey. The Comets claimed the BCC championship in a 33-6 win over Monroe to improve the record to 6-0. and uh, Jerome had six receptions for 137 yards, two touchdowns. She's been a force on offense all season long. She's got 358 yards and a total of eight touchdowns in just six games. And, uh, and she also, uh, she double dips. She's uh, making it happen on the defensive end as well. She came up with a pick six in this game. It's her third interception of the season. So they play Immaculate Conception next with the winner advancing to the New Jersey State Championship title. And that game will be on June 10th. How fantastic is that? So Julie Jerome, congratulations. Keep on kicking butt, girl. Uh, that's just awesome. Um, what did I, I wanted to, to oh, uh, reports are, by the way, da-na-na, da-na-na, reports are that uh, running back for the Minnesota Vikings, um, why am I drawing a blank? All of a sudden, I just, I just had, there you go. Thank you very much, Joe. Uh, Dalvin Cook uh, is expected to be released. Not what I was looking for, but works, guys. It works. Thank you. Um, so, and I want to I wanna call up these. Can't uh, wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, my gosh. I remember when he There you go. Um, I'm looking for teams. Here we go. Team futures, division winners. Here we go. Rock, rock, rock. There we go. Okay, uh, so Detroit Lions right now favored to win the uh, the NFC North at plus one thirty. Minnesota Vikings at plus two fifty. They lose Dalvin Cook. Let me tell you, he's such a big. Not to take anything away, Justin Jefferson, obviously the stir the straw that stirs that drink. But boy, Dalvin Cook is something special. Uh, the Bears at four to one. The Packers at five to one. Granted, the Packers no longer with Aaron Rodgers, so you can understand why. Uh, but I, I like this Detroit Lions team this season. And I wouldn't be surprised, <coughs> excuse me, if the Minnesota Vikings do release uh, Dalvin Cook, that line might drop. So if you feel like me and you like the Detroit Lions to win the NFC North, um, I, would, I would jump on this right now at plus 130 before it moves. It might move over, ever so slightly. <coughs> excuse me, pollen in my throat. But um, thank you. Uh, but I would, I would jump on that right now, especially if the reports are that Dalvin cook is going to be released. Next question is, where is he going? <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned for Pat O'Keefe next. I'm back with you tomorrow morning, bright and early 8am right here on 98.7 ESPN. Yo, what?